0: It's time to sweat it out with Anthony Mendez
1: and Josh Evans. What is up, guys? And welcome to the first ever Sweat It Out live podcast. That's right, guys. I'm so excited. And Josh is, too, to be able to come in here and give you a live experience. Uh, now, before we continue to the podcast, I just want to say thank you guys and Josh as well for being very loyal supporters and, you know, following us along our journey with our, with our, our amazing guests coming on our show all through 2020 and now moving into 2021. Uh, before I continue, I want to give it off to Josh to see if he has anything to say.
0: Yeah, well, after a couple of technical difficulties, we appreciate you guys uh, having a little bit of patience with us as we are starting our first ever live on YouTube for the Sweated Out podcast. As Anthony said, I'm going to kind of, kind of, you know, double down on some of the things he was talking about. We really appreciate you guys for coming on the podcast and and to all of our guests, you know, it really wouldn't none of this would be possible without any of you guys. We, we appreciate each and every one of you for taking out uh, a little bit of your time to share your story with our listeners and really give them a little bit of insight as to, you know, how you can be healthy, how you can have a successful business, how you can master your mindset. All these things are super, super important and something that I'm really happy that we've been able to, to bring to our audience and kind of going back or going moving forward to our audience, uh, none of this would be possible without you either. If you guys weren't tuning in, we wouldn't have a show to put out there. And for that, I say from the bottom of my heart, thank you,
1: thank you, thank you.
0: I can't. I, I mean, I don't know. What about you, man? You super excited for twenty twenty one,
1: dude? I I'm stoked, and um, the reason I'm so stoked is because. I look at back of, of this project that we said that we're going to start. And I'm just seeing how things are starting to connect, you know, with the dots looking backwards and just seeing where everything's moving forward. Um, not just for ourselves, but also, too, with the with the, the message and the resources and the type of guests we're going to bring on here for everybody out there um, to experience, to learn from, to grow from. And I know that we're just going to be able to keep scaling forward for here for our guests and be able to just provide as much value as we can. So I'm, I'm excited, man, uh, personally, you know, for myself, you know, as a family man, as a businessman, um, for, for us doing what we're doing, I'm personally excited, and I'm looking forward to 2021. And I know you are too, because we've talked many times about it. And I know you got some big projects yourselves, yourself coming up through. So excited to share that today.
0: Yeah, man, it's gonna be an interesting year. I think everyone was. Uh, I think everyone's glad that 2020 is behind us. Obviously, with a couple of the events that we don't necessarily need to get into here. Uh, 2021's off to a little wild start uh, for <laughs> those of you tuning in on YouTube I'm sure that you guys have been paying attention to the news but along with a new year comes a lot of new growth and that's really what I'm focused on I know that's what you're focused on that's what we really hope you guys who are tuning in are focused on as well it you know and we have brought this up on the podcast a lot Anthony is you know we spent 2020 and I feel like a lot of our guests spent 2020 like really trying to refine their skills really trying to Build out their systems, refine their systems, see what worked, see what didn't work. Because a lot of people were at home, and, and we were able to do that with, uh, with what we do, uh, with online media. But now's the time to really put forth that that build out, that mm-hmm. development, that foundation that you've been growing, and put that into action. Really take the next step, take that leap of faith, and, and go out there and try to grow what you've been working so hard on in 2020.
1: Yeah, it's like I recently posted on my post today, you know, 2020 was a year of learning and 2021 is a year of applying. And if people don't start applying what they learned, you're going to get stuck in the same bubble. And if anything, you're going to go backwards. And that's the last thing you want to do, guys. Um, Any moment that you experience something, whether it's, Good bad sad happy. You want to you want to take it for what it is You want to be able to learn from it. Um, see how you can improve Um, see what you can change and how you can start applying the right tools in order to succeed and just become a better version of yourselves so for those listening who Feel that they haven't done much yet Guys, it's not too late. You have time now It's it's more about how you're gonna approach that time And are you going to wait again another year and another year? Or are you going to finally say, I've had it. I'm going to start doing it. I'm going to start applying and make this shit happen. All right. Because this happens every new year where we come excited. We come with these new things. We say, hey, we're learning from what we've done here. We're going to apply now. People do it for about a month or two. And then guess what? Shit hits the fan again. So how can we really solidify not just what we're excited about and what we want to attain as our goals, but more the process. How can we solidify the process? And maybe we can kind of share some people, some information with these, with our guests today and how we can uh, approach um, 2021 and how we can just reinforce that process so that way they can actually achieve their goals.
0: Yeah. I think that that'd be a great place to start. Uh, I mean, let me kind of pick your brain a little bit because I feel like you're, you've been really going in probably 150% more than, you know, most people have on trying to really do what I was just talking about, right? Refining your system, building out uh, and, and finding out the tools and resources that you need in order to really scale your business and make it successful. So, you know, just off the bat, what were some of the learning experiences that, or what were some of the experiences that you really learned from, or what were some of the aha moments that really made you understand that, that, Kind of clicked in your head, like okay, shit. Now I really know this is the direction I need to be headed in.
1: For sure, I would say the number one thing is you have more more than enough information to just get started. I think too many times we overthink um, about what we want to do, and, what, how gonna do and how we're going to do and how we're going to go about it instead of just starting. Um, and along the way, you will learn to perfect that and you will learn to just become better and grow in it. So I would say one of the biggest learning experiences um, that I would want to share for myself and for everybody out there is just go out there and apply and start taking action. I I guarantee that you know more than enough to start somewhere and you will get the answers you need along the way. And if you can start with that, I think that's going to be plenty.
0: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. And I'm, you know, you've been kind of on my ass about that, honestly, over the past, you know, quarter four of last year and, and headed into this year. And, I'm I'm kicking my own ass too, you know, th- sitting here thinking like, okay, well, you know, I, I did a lot. I'm not going to say I didn't do anything. I wasn't sitting on my ass, but I definitely could have redirected my effort in a little different direction or, or put forth a little more effort or, or more time into different aspects of my business than, than what I put my time and effort into. But, you know, looking back on it, you just learn from those experiences and you move forward,
1: right? 100%. 100%. I got to say too, like another thing that I've learned was – just really um, getting organized, on on better organized. I'm not the most organized, but getting <laughs> better, better organized. <laughs> you're not the most organized, <laughs> <way> I'd say. <laughs> um, but, you know, and that's something that you're strongly, you know, that's a big, uh, strong attribute of yours, and that's something I've learned from from you and, mm. and applying with everything we're doing is just being able to uh, take a step back, you know, dive into things step by step and just organize myself a little bit better. So I would say that's another big thing for a lot of people out there listening is, you know, don't go crazy either. Where you think it has to be perfect, but just start putting things in place and have it somewhat organized, so that way you at least understand the route you're gonna take, how you're gonna approach it, what you're gonna be doing, and how it's gonna be able to just work more smoothly than just being running wild, um, like a crazy buffalo. So I would say that that's another big thing that I probably learned, um, you know, in 2020.
0: Yeah, I mean, I th- I would say probably the biggest the biggest takeaway that I've had is you know to to again kind of repeat what you're talking about is just go go after it, right? Mm-hmm. Like don't quit making fucking excuses for why you're not able to get shit done. Like you're not getting shit done because you're not getting it done. Oh you yeah, know, at the end of the day. And it sounds stupid and you know, a thousand million different people have said it, like, but it's a it's a fact, right? Like yep. if you know what you need to do, which the majority of people do know what they need to do, it's not that complicated. Guys,
1: you all know more or less what you need to do. You know right from wrong. You know what's bad food, what's good food. Do you know what's not good for you, what's good for you maybe not to the most detailed level, but you have a pretty good understanding to just make yourself a more healthier individual.
0: Yeah. You know, and to that point, whether it be nutrition, right. I was struggling with my business. So whether it be like for me, uh, getting enough leads, right. Or if it's your nutrition, right. Making sure that you're eating enough uh, vegetables and fruit and staying away from refined carbohydrates and stuff like that. You know what you need to do. Mm -hmm. You just make it more complicated than it needs to be so that you have more excuses. Right. So that you have more outs so that at the end of the day, when you're trying to go to sleep and you're looking back at how your day went, you have a reason to say, well, it wasn't my fault. Right. There's so much information out there. It wasn't my fault. Like, no, you know what you need to do. You're just not going out there and doing it. That's right that was really the big thing for me. was like en- enough of those fucking excuses. Like it's time to really drive forward and just put forth all of my effort, all of my intention into like the, the one or two things that's really going to bring the results that I want to bring.
1: 100%. And I think it's one of these things where I, we're going to move into another year guys, where there's going to be many distractions, um, around your, uh, your environment and around the world and what you got to understand is the same way there was many distractions going on around this time during the world you got to just put your blinders on and you got to focus on what's most important and that's going to be you improving yourself so you can become a better version for everybody around you and so you can continue to succeed you got to put those blinders on guys um, and, and the reason being is because if you keep letting those distractions get the best of you you're not going to be able to focus you're not going to be able to move forward you're going to start you're going to start having and developing a different belief system but if you truly believe in you and you develop a belief system around what you know about around the 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 right mindset and and where it can take you to where you want to go hitting your goals you're going to be able to just dive into it head on and just really create some massive success so like josh said you got to just go all in you got to just go in there take that action and stop eating shit guys you know I'm just gonna say that stop eating shit because it's the truth. And many of us are eating shit. We've ate shit. People we've know eating shit. A lot of successful we've know eating shit at some point in their life. But guess what? You get tired of eating shit, and that's when you want to wake up and really start moving forward and really driving that needle of success.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, man. And you know, I think. You know, I was just kind of thinking about this the past couple of days, and I, I, I kind of want to bring it up on the podcast, too, with, with everything that is going on in the world. I know we weren't going to talk about uh, talk about it much, but I would kind of like to talk about this. Like, people see us on camera quite a bit. We've been doing, you know, we've been f- shooting content for years now together, and I th- I think a lot of people, you know, believe that we we agree on everything, you know? Yeah. And just because we're on here and we talk to people who we enjoy talking to. And, you know, obviously I, you're, you're one of my best friends and, um, but we argue all the time, Oh yeah. right? Like I get on your ass, you get on my ass. I'm sure. I mean, you can tell everyone now, like you probably fucking hate it when, I, <laughs> when I'm i coming at you. But at the end of the day, like you learn from the things that I'm trying to t- tell you. Right. And I learn from the things you're trying to tell you and whether or not, we get our way, we always come to some sort of a compromise, right? You might get some of the things that you want to accomplish or, or, or I might, or we might be able to, you know, head in a different direction with this podcast in a way that you want, but eventually like the pendulum's going to swing and I, and I'm going to get some of the things that I want in it. But at the end of the day, it's not really about that. It's about the growth of the podcast. And it's about the growth of us as, uh, as you know, a partnership and, and helping other people grow. And I just wish more people would take that into their own personal lives. Understand that, like, you know, I don't think there's anyone in Miami that I'm probably closer with than you are, but you and I fight every day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it doesn't matter if it's 630 in the morning or, or 930 at night. Like you'll call me and start bitching me out or I'll call you and start bitching you out. But the next day around, we know that it was just constructive criticism so that we can both get better and i just wish more people in 2021 would start kind of taking that approach instead of this tribal mentality of like no fuck you it's you against me yep. and i have to be right every well, and every and time that's the
1: thing like w- we sit down like i think we see what's the ultimate mission at hand like we both want this mission to to, to hit this way we wanted to go towards this right direct this direction like even though we might be two different people we understand that this is the most important thing we still got to make this happen and that's why we got to come and sit down like everybody else should come and sit down and be able to just have normal conversations um even if you have your own opinion and your own belief system you know just be able to sit down like normal people and just have a conversation and uh, agree to disagree and just be able to see you know the different sides, the different points when it comes to relationships business you know friendships politics whatever it is just be able to just sit down and actually have a convo instead of just you know everybody getting triggered um and just everybody getting into their own emotions and feelings and just letting that control them and, sp- and just not even honestly not even uh, allow you to even be on the right path with your true values and i think that's one of the biggest things that's going on you know when you when you see with everything um is that a, a lot of people get emotionally triggered and then from there you see that they start reacting off their emotions without even thinking about, does this align with my values and my morals, or does it not? No, I'm just gonna react because this is how I feel. And guys, I'm gonna tell you something. As much as this may, you might not like how this sounds, but nobody can make you feel a certain way. Big facts. Nobody can make you feel a certain way. You are the only one that can make yourself feel a certain way. You have full control of that. So if somebody even said something to you, you still are in control of your feelings. The way you react, the way you let your emotions get the best of you, you're in control of that. Am I saying it's not okay to feel a certain way? Of course not. We're human. It's okay to feel. But what's not okay is when you spill it out into other people around you and you put yourself out into another position that now can be harming, can be, you know, look, look the wrong way or may not be what you actually meant. And you're just saying those things because you feel a certain way in the moment. Take a step back. Take a breather. Remove yourself out of that environment or that situation. And go for a walk or go put yourself somewhere else completely away from that, that you need that time for yourself. Whether it's 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Just remove yourself. Take that time. Let it sink in. Think about it. Ask yourself what got you triggered. You know, be aware of that. And then just put yourself in a spot where you know that, that trigger might not happen for that moment again and then put yourself back into once you're refocused realigned Then you can approach that situation and just really like now say hey, okay, I'm in a better state Let me calm down I can actually talk to this person or whoever it is about what made me triggered and how I can go about that in a much better way And that's gonna align with your values because I guarantee you I've even in my past I guarantee that I've done many things based off my feelings that don't align with my values and later on I'm like fuck like, that's not, that's not my moral values. That's not who I am. I don't react like that. I don't say things like that. My emotions got the best of me.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I think if you, if you just constantly align yourself with those, you know, key pillars of morals and values, I think you can't go wrong, right? And uh, just a good rule of thumb that I've really found over 2020 is just like a 48-hour rule. If I get triggered about something, I just... Try to not communicate about it for about two days, and then I should be a little bit more calm and, and head forward. Uh, kind of pivoting in a completely different direction now. How fucking excited are you that that, that we hit a hundred episodes,
1: bro? Huge milestone.
0: I can't believe, man.
1: Yeah, I, I still can't believe it till this day. I remember from when we started, man. Like I said at the beginning, you know, starting at the, from that position where we were actually COVID, you know, made us. And forced us into doing this. And, and I'm glad it did because we were sitting on this idea for almost two years now. And finally we did. And now we're at 100th episode. And, and again, thanks to, to the audience out here for helping us make this happen. But it's just so, it feels so rewarding. I feel like this podcast we're doing right now is so rewarding. It feels like, wow, you know, like I can't believe it. Like we did it. Um, and the reason I say we did is because you know it's it, it, it's it's not the easiest thing, and we like you said we've had our arguments, we've gone back and forth, we've had our our, our sweat and, and and tiredness we've had to put into it, but it's all worth it, and that's what we want you guys to go is go after your goals and see that it's worth it, whether you have to sacrifice, sweat, work hard, put in the time, you know, have these discussions, but if you love it so much, you're willing to do it, and I think that's the most important thing.
0: Well, and I think too, you know. Going back to one of your points at the beginning of this episode where you were talking about, you know, you don't, you have everything you need to get started, but I'm going to add on to that and say, you don't need everything to get going. Right? Mm-hmm. Like we have the, we have the studio now, we have great mics, we have, we have good equipment, right? We have this dope ass sign behind us, but we didn't have that when we first started, no. right? Like you were at home, you know, rec- we, you were, you had your mic recording the audio, you know, from mm-hmm. I think what your your yeah. dining room table.
1: Yeah, it's connected to my phone.
0: Right, and <laughs> and I was literally because I lived in this tiny ass apartment on South Beach, I was literally laying in my bed with the microphone.
1: Yeah, see, but Josh had the good mic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had the shitty connecting mic to my headphones.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> we know we know who the who the bougie one here is. is. <laughs> but y- you know just that alone got us motivated enough to say fuck yeah. it okay now we have to make the next step now we have to get a studio now we have to you know expand we got to get more equipment we got to get little toys to keep people entertained while right. they stare at our ugly faces all day
1: and on top of that we actually brought in guests cuz we went right. what 24 25 episodes without guests yeah 25
0: guess. 24 i think right 24
1: yeah, yeah cuz we did our first guest going on 25 and you know we shot a good 24 just on our own You Mm -hmm. know, so we we were even coming to the issue like, man, what do we talk about today? Like, what ideas do we have? You know, and sometimes we would go in there and flow with it. Sometimes we did have an idea that we kind of had bullet points for it, but we just did it. And I think that's the most important thing is just guys, whether you have something constructed or you don't, or it's halfway or whatever, just go start moving the needle and you'll figure it along the way. Like, if we go back and listen to those podcasts, we're like, whoa, but we started.
0: Some of our most downloaded episodes are from when we first started, it's and they're insane. just audio.
1: It's insane, you know. But that starting with that first episode, like that, would have never gotten us to where we're at now with this hundredth episode and moving forward. Because we have to go through those learning points. You have to go through those uh, experiences. You need to. You need to see how you can just refine things and make it better, so that way you can have these enjoyments and re- rewards of when you hit certain milestones, and you can see the level of growth you have. It, it's one of those things, man. Like you gotta understand you, you want to be able to make the mistakes of uh, early on so that way you could just keep growing and getting better and then that's when you start enjoying the fruits of your labor
0: mm-hmm. no i, I mean a hundred percent man and if you would have told us in may that we would have gotten here you know january 7th i mean we launched what may 5th and you know six uh, almost what seven months later we're here at a hundred episodes it's it's been a wild ride and we've talked to some amazing people, mm-hmm. you know, over the past seven months from, you know, Sarah Jameson and John Russin to, you know, Kenny Santucci, our boy, shout out Kenny yep. to, you know, David Meltzer and Tim Kennedy. I Kevin mean, Curry, we Kevin ton, tons Hazard, and tons of good people, goes on, man. you know, and I, I think, I mean, for one, my life has gotten tremendously better. Since we started the podcast, and not just because oh cool you started a podcast you're such a bro no no but because I've been able to talk to so many different people, most of which who I don't always 100% agree with oh yeah you know and just hearing their perspectives and hearing how they're doing things on their day to day level has really you know made me want to take take the next step forward take you know the next risk and really put myself out there so that you know I can one day get to the position that I want to be at. You know yeah. uh, no, but I agree. in my career
1: i agree man i think i think we can all you know ourselves included and with our honest say that we've learned something from each of these guests something that stuck out from something they said a resource that they shared an experience whatever it is a relatability and we've been able to input that into our life and just start using it for our better selves, our business, relationships, health, whatever it is, partnerships, friendships. But I can, I think we can all agree that we've all learned something through all these amazing guests that we've had on. And uh, like you said, you know, it, it's improved our own lives and it's improves our businesses. And, you know, we get to see what, what other people view the world or view business or view friendships or health. And. You know, whether we are d- agree or disagree, we still sit down and have a great conversation with some great people, and we could just be all uh, learning from each other.
0: Mm-hmm. Nah, and uh, that's that's probably the one thing I'm really looking forward to the most uh, this year, you know, is, is bringing on even more people yeah. and bringing bringing back some of our favorite guests, you know, and and getting to learn even more about their stories and their successes and their failures and, you know, what challenges they've had to overcome in their lives because at the end of the day, right, like human beings developed and evolved through storytelling, right? That's how we were really able to communicate and and hold on to a lot of these traditions, hold on to a lot of these values that we've had for hundreds of thousands of years, right? Yeah. Family, friendship, community, all that stuff is super important. And we're now getting to experience that in the 21st uh, century version, Yeah. right?
1: Yeah, no, 100%. And, and, you know, once again, guys, you know, moving into 2021, just understand that, you know, we're in a different era. We're in a, in, in a time of, I would say, opportunity and probably the one of the best times to really live um you know and really enjoy life because i will tell you that the resources we have the the the, the advancements we have the, the type of environments that we have and we're living in um doesn't compare to what what was back then and i think we need to all step back and also be very grateful and and, and give gratitude for what we have what we, what we can do with it um how we can grow and excel and also to the amount of people we can connect to on such a a, a a small device, you know, right mm-hmm. here, you know. So it's just really amazing to see as well and, and understand that, you know, as we continue growing forward through the years, you know, we advance um, as humans um, in, in all positive ways and that we can also understand that we have tools out here to help us in every way and utilize those tools. Don't be scared to use those tools. Utilize them. Learn from them, even if it may be hard at first. It's going to become easy as you put in the reps every single time, and you got to be okay with that. Be okay with failing at it. Be okay with making mistakes. Be okay at getting, you know, know, screamed at by your partner. Be okay with doing that because when you learn, you'll learn not to make that mistake again and then start succeeding forward.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, a lot of people have come up to me i'm sure they've come up to you too and like oh well you guys are supernatural together all this we were f- oh nervous as hell
1: Jeez. we were nervous
0: as hell we were like oh my god is this good we should even, we
1: even i remember the when we were doing the, the the first episode we we i think it was one episode we retook shots like four or five times like, <laughs> we remember everything we did one it was like 20 30 minutes in and you're like bro do this are you feeling this? I think <laughs> yeah, this, this trash. can trash. we just start all over mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're like 30 minutes in like you know what I mean? So those things will happen, and that's okay. Like, we learned from that, you know, and we just did it. Like, we just went in and did it, whether it was it, whether it was not the best episode or not. We still put content out there, and I think that's the other thing for you guys to understand, especially if you're in the, in the content game and for your business or, your, or for your personal brand. Like, just put content out there. Just put content. You know, start with that, and then as you grow, you can make your content better. You can refine tweak certain things you know maybe create a pattern whatever it is you want but just put content like it's better to put content than no content and just have a blank slate there not pushing anything especially where everything is going now you got to put yourself out there and you got to showcase if you're a business if you're a personal brand and running your own show you have to you have to now if you're not you know and you're just that's not what you use for that then it might be okay, and even then, who knows? You might want to because you never know when you might decide you want to open up your own business one day, and you already have a strong enough personal brand or name for yourself to set you up for that.
0: Bro, you got to get your side hustle, man. I just triggered. <laughs> I probably just triggered a shit ton of you people get that were side hustle guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go to your yard sales, man. Get, start creating those right? TikToks.
1: <laughs> start selling a sports memorabilia.
0: <laughs> Bro, you and the sports memorabilia? I can't take for Let's anyone go. for anyone that's kind of looking at this. This would have probably 40 more fucking football helmets on here if Mendez had his way. Look,
1: I, all I know is uh, <laughs> this shit appreciates. I got a Giannis uh, jersey sitting there that I bought a few years back. Rookie sign. I'm waiting until he wins that uh, championship to sell that thing.
0: And I got a Haynes t-shirt with holes in it in my closet. <laughs> <and> I, <laughs> it'll probably sell for 50 cents at a yard sale.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. But look, man, uh, at the end of the day, you gotta just create movement for yourself. You gotta just be able to go out there, and and just really show up for what you really want in life. And if you can start showing up, you're gonna start winning.
0: Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I I couldn't agree more, man. I couldn't agree more. I uh, I know that we well, we're about we're probably halfway through right now. You let's uh, let's dive into some fan questions. What do you think about let's that? Let's do it. Let's I love do it. it. Let's set. That yeah, up. I'll whip some up here. You know, th- by the way, thank you all, uh, everyone who responded, everyone who asked us questions beforehand on Instagram. We really appreciate it. If you guys are tuning in live on YouTube right now and you don't follow us on Instagram, make sure you guys follow us, Sweat It Out Um, That's the best place where you guys can reach out to us.
1: And on top of that, guys, if you have any guests that you would like for us to personally bring on and we'll do our best to, uh, please send us a DM. Um, or drop a comment down below with that person's tag, and we'll definitely love to try to make uh make that happen for you. All
0: right, let's get started here, huh? Cheeky Santi, thank you for for reaching out to us, Cheeky. I love that. <laughs> that's Santi,
1: a, Santiago, that's what's up?
0: That's a great name. What's the biggest obstacle you've conquered to get to where you are now?
1: So uh, you want me to shoot first or you?
0: Yeah, uh, You can go. Let's go.
1: The biggest obstacle I conquered to get to where I'm at now. Um i would have to say that one of the big well actually there were two uh, one first being understanding that i had to get myself out of the kendall bubble um when i was in uh, shout out south <laughs> miami shout out uh, when i was uh, working for Bally total fitness and Elite fitness and i realized that i needed more i wanted more and i didn't want to just stay stuck in kendall um that's pretty much all i knew so i told myself i need to grow and if i want to grow as a as a as a coach uh, I need to get myself in a better uh, company and organization. I had the opportunity to make that happen. My, you know, my, my cousin lived out in New York, and I took the leap of faith to go study at Equinox Academy during that time in my life, um, and that was a big moment for me. That was a a big moment because I did face an obstacle in the sense of, you know, I had a lot of whiplash from, uh, one side of my family not wanting me to go. Um, I had also two people holding me back. You know, hey, you're gonna lose your great spot here at LA Fitness and all this stuff. I had a lot of Killing it
0: making $15 an hour.
1: Right? And I was only, what, 2021, so imagine, you know, you're getting all this back and forth, you know, good, bad, good, bad. And you know I told myself, what do I really want? And I wanted to experience something else. I never had the college experience, so I said, this could be, like, my mini college experience I never had. I'm going to go out there for almost half a year, going to join Equinox Academy, going to join New York. We'll be there with my cousin. And I took that leap of faith, and I made it happen, and then I came back, and and I worked for Equinox in, in, in Coral Babel. So that would be my first obstacle. My next obstacle was... When I got faced um, with a decision, uh, a decision that was not the easiest one, but it was the right one. And that was when um, I got approached by uh, Equinox, when I had to make a choice whether to stay there or leave, because my Instagram was taking off. Um, (laughs) Such an influencer. thing It was was insane. But I knew, and this was back in 2016, um, I knew that this was going to be the future. I knew that this was going to be... The thing I had to stick to, and I just saw the power and the the avail and, and the availability that it can bring uh, of opportunity for for anybody. And I said, I'm building something special here. And when I listened to this podcast, it said, when you start hearing people single you out or tell you certain things or get on top of you for certain stuff or tell you no or tell you this or you can't, you might be doing something right and when i heard that that kind of influenced my decision to say you know what i need to go all in with this because something here is scaring them and that's because i'm doing something right and if there's something scaring these people being such a big organization well i need to then take i need to step in and make this happen for myself and i said you know what i'm gonna you know put in my resignation letter Give thanks to all the people that, you know, gave me an opportunity. The time being there, Equinox Academy, Equinox, you know, the family. And I learned a lot from that. I'll tell you, if you guys are a, a, a first starting trainer want to get your wet, it's a great place if you're going to work for a big box company. But for me, I had to make that choice, and it was time to move on. And that was a huge leap of faith that I had to take because I was making good money. I had a, an establishment there. Um, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a position, a time for me where I thought I was going to leave. But I decided to leave, and then I made that jump. Um, So I would say those were probably two of my biggest obstacles um, that I faced, especially early on.
0: Man, uh, you know, I think a lot of people inside of the training world have have gone through uh, some of the same thing, right? Do I stay at this big box gym that's bringing in clientele for me or potential clientele for me through their uh, member base? Or do I go out on my own and kind of take that risk? And I think, especially now, right, as you make that jump or as you see some of your friends or some of your colleagues making that jump, you start to realize like it's not as difficult as it seems, mm-hmm. right? Like if you even try a little bit at being a quality trainer or a quality coach, a, a quality professional, and you spend a little time networking within the community, finding leads if you're doing in-person training or if in your mm-hmm. online community, right? What if you're doing online training, right? It's, it's possible. You know, it's a lot it sure more possible than you, than you think it was. And I think most of that really stems around what my biggest obstacle was in life. And, and that was, you know, getting out of my own head, you know, being confident with who I was as a, as a, person, what I brought to the table and my abilities and the results that I could bring people no matter what it was, right. If I was mowing lawns, could I mow your lawn the best? If I was training someone, could I help you lose weight and help you, understand how to be healthy better than 90% of the people out there. Um, and that really stems from like childhood, right? I've, I've talked about it on the podcast a lot, but I was, you know, and and you were too, right? An overweight kid. I, I wasn't popular. I was athletic, but I wasn't the most athletic. Uh, I came from like a really small town where if you weren't in like the, the click of like, you know, generational families there, you, you were kind of fucked. Um, and a lot of people were super, super mean to me. So it didn't really help with my self-esteem or my, you know, my confidence. Um, and I don't, I don't necessarily know why that was, but it definitely held me down. It wasn't until really like maybe my junior or senior year at college at Syracuse where I started to build more confidence, where I started to be like, you know what, fuck this. Like yep. everything everyone is saying about me is bullshit. Yep. I've known it's bullshit for years. But I've let that control and dictate what my actions are, what I'm allowed to do, who I'm allowed to go talk to, you know, what girls I was allowed to go try to date, you know, um, what jobs I could I could have. And it wasn't until I said, you know, fuck that. I'm going to take control of my life. I'm going to start doing the shit that I want to do because I want to do it. You know, that's really when it started to kind of take a turn for me. You know, that's when I started to really say, if if I. I'm in control of my actions and I'm in control of my habits. And as you were saying, right, I'm in control of my thoughts and the way I allow what other people do or say to me and how that's going to affect me. If I'm in control of that, then I have a lot more power than I ever thought. Yep. Yep. No, I,
1: I agree, man. And I think that another thing you mentioned is just like, even myself is when you allow yourself to be trained to think a certain way and just you know visualize the world in in, in a certain way you don't have full control of your life you know and you realize too And this and and i'm not saying like that some people in your life like starting with your family and friends sometimes it it doesn't happen because it, it doesn't happen on purpose it's just it's the way they were trained and the way that they were you know uh molded with their family and sometimes some of them aren't coming from a bad place and it's not that they don't love you but it's just they don't know better and they don't know and Honestly, you know, it's not their place to tell you what you have to do, what's good for you. Um, but with that being said, you got to take it for a grain of salt. You got to, st- you know, wherever, especially with family, you got to love them for who they are, for the best that they can provide. And then just understand that, hey... This is my place this is what i gotta do for me and separate yourself separate yourself when it comes to these certain things mm-hmm. uh, because i think we can all agree that's held a lot of people back i know it's held me back Confidence, confidence was another huge one which you mentioned uh, i'll tell you you know the level of confidence that i've grown since my childhood to where i'm at now whole different ball game and, and dude, honestly confidence is, is a huge 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 part of success because if you're not confident with yourself first um you're not gonna be, able to be you're not gonna be able to be confident with your work where you're not going to be able to be confident with the people around you, what you do, the way you approach things, and then that can you know, cause lack in many areas. Does it mean you're going to learn build that confidence over time? No, but you're only going to build that confidence by being in those uncomfortable positions that you might not be the most confident in to then start building that confidence.
0: By the way, if you guys want to see uh, pictures of Mendez and I as fat kids, just Woo! send us send us a DM we'll and we'll throw,
1: we'll throw them up on the on the Sweated Up podcast.
0: Oh God, no! I don't know. We might lose the some stories. followers. We'll <laughs> we we might lose some followers after that. <laughs>
1: we'll but pu- we'll put a little button or a little heart on our belly, so you can click and tap on the belly. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a little scratch and sniff. Uh, all right, next question here, Joey. What has been the number one tactic you used in 2020 to grow your business?
1: The number one tactic, Joey, the number one tactic I used to grow my business in 2020. I've got to say 2020 was a time that I realized that systems and teams are everything. Um, It's it's the moment I realized that in order to build something right and scalable, you have to have first a system in place. Uh, Now, in the system... There's going to be multiple strategies and tactics. If I had to pick one tactic out of a, out of a, my own system, I would say the, one of the biggest ones would be creating a high-performing schedule. And I will tell you that above all, if you don't have a high-performing schedule, uh, and then, of course, with your mindset not being right, everything else is not going to work. And I'm going to say that, and i the reason I'm pointing that out is because most people lack the accountability to even use the tools they already have because a lot of people start searching for the new tools the better tools the sexy tools but guess what you already have tools you just don't have the accountability you don't have your schedule downpacked. you don't have your mindset right so the tactic is getting your mindset and schedule downpacked to the point where now you can implement the juicy tools to get you the results you want
0: you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was talking to Kirsten before you came into the studio and um, and I was telling her like how, you know, I shoot a lot of my content now on my GoPro. I have one of those uh, GoPro Maxes that, you know, you can do like the full 360 videos on. And I was telling her like, you know, I was fucking around with the GoPro app this morning and you can actually like edit. They have like little uh, templates for videos where all you have to do is like plug the Plug the clips in there and then it produces like a whole video with tra- transitions and everything. And I was telling her, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'm kicking myself in the ass because I haven't been using this fucking app to like just produce five. <laughs> like it takes five seconds for me to put these clips. It's already on the GoPro. I don't even have to take it off and put it into my photos. I don't have to edit it on Final Cut. No, it does it all for me with music and transitions and everything. I'm like, I could have been producing so much more content, so much more great content if I would have actually, you know, just looked at the applications that I had on my phone already mm-hmm. and you Know, try to figure out how to u- best utilize those in yep. order to get the results that I wanted.
1: Yep, and I think that's the, the biggest thing that I see people most of the time struggle with is, is the fact that they don't actually use what they have already, and then it goes into that uh, that mindset of I need more, I need more, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, I don't need-. And then you go into that state of, like I always say, infobesity, and you're just getting all this information, you're not even doing anything with it, guys. It goes back to just making sure your mindset's right, making sure that your schedule's down-packed so that way you can implement the things you need to and respect your schedule with what the most important things that you need to do and cutting the shit out that doesn't serve you so you can use these tools properly. You know, like Josh said, it's look at what you have right now. Go on your phone, go on your laptop, go, you know, into spreadsheets, go into courses you've probably taken already. I'm sure if you've taken a course, there's great information in there uh, before diving into something else and just literally optimize your schedule and... Just build a strong mindset and I guarantee you that a lot of things in 2021 will come into fruition for you if you can just do that. So that would probably be my strongest tactics right there that I've learned um, and really realized that that's what gets the needle moving for anybody in 2020 going into 2021.
0: Yeah I mean the schedule is huge man. Schedule is absolutely huge. For me I really think it's it's been just being more vulnerable, right? Like I've I've always been, and this goes back to that self conscious thing I was talking about, right? I've always kind of like put up this wall or like put myself in this box where I don't I don't allow people to necessarily see all of who I am as Josh, right? And through this podcast and through you know, Are you sure, bro. Yeah, <laughs> so, well now I know Josh. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I should get back in that box. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'd stay hide, stay hidden from people. But, you know, it's like really stepping outside of my comfort zone and, you know, opening up to more people about what I used to hate putting stories up of my personal life. Like if it wasn't about working out or it wasn't about nutrition or whatever, I didn't want to put it up there because I thought like, well, what I did in my personal life was my personal life. You know, and if you're one of those people, that's cool. But
1: so guys get ready for the fat boy pictures because they're coming. (laughs) Yeah.
0: More and more out. I'm sure my sister's already like flipping through the photo, photo albums at home. Like, oh, we're going to get them with this one. That fat fuck. (laughs) Um, you know, but being more vulnerable, really opening up myself, letting people sh- see more sides of me, like for what I like to do, uh, for hobbies or, you know, my, my own lapses in, in mindset and still kind of going back to that self-conscious young boy that I used to be and and how I get myself out of it. I think a lot of that has, you know, allowed my audience to see a different side of me that they necessarily wouldn't have been able to see, yeah. which is, which is cool. And, you know, it's allowed me. To really reflect on a lot of the things, traumas and and, and positive experience that I've had in my life and, and kind of analyze those and see, you know, how those impacted me and who I am yeah. today and, and kind of, you know, how I can use that as positive fuel heading into the future.
1: And, and I'm going to tell you something, man, like I think for all our listeners that look, you know, when I first started to with with um, especially on social media, there's a great tip for you guys to understand for those who use it as a, as a tool for business and personal branding is um show your vulnerabilities show your mistakes show show your personality show your hobbies show what makes you 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 know so people want to see that you know and i'm going to bring it down to our level you know being coaches guys there's so many coaches out there there's great coaches and there's bad coaches but there's a lot of coaches out there and i'll tell you right now that what people want to see to pick you as their coach is who the fuck you are as a person what's your personality? How do you act what's your energy what do you like what do you fuck with what do you vibe with you know who are you as a person on a human level and that's why they're going to pick you as their coach they already know you're a coach they're going to go in there they're going to see all the stuff they know you're a coach don't tell them more about you being a coach tell them more about who you are as a person they want to hear more of anthony they want to hear more of josh as a person and when you start doing that for you your business your brand people will connect with you much more much faster much effect, more effectively and you're going to be able to serve them at a higher level. So going into 2021, understand that if you're building your business and brand on social media um, or online, you got to show that side of yourself and don't be scared because everybody has that side.
0: All right, next question. My Aunt Julie, shout out to Aunt Julie. What's going on? Woo! Just going engaged. Congrats to her. Congrats. How much time does it take for you to put out an episode? Also how do you come up with your ideas for each episode?
1: So is that question for Josh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's probably more on my end. Huh? Yeah. You, you can sit this one out, bud. Uh, she finishes off by saying a hundred episodes is very momentous. Thank you for, for your, uh, for your question and your, and your kind, uh, response. How long does it take to put out an episode? Uh, We, I know some, a lot of podcasts are different. I know like, you know, just to name, obviously the biggest podcast out there, Joe Rogan, he like releases his the next day. Uh, We bank ours. So, you know, we'll record a couple and then we'll save them uh, to release at a later date. Usually takes a couple hours though, between recording, you know, our episodes are an hour, sometimes an hour and a half long. And then all the post-production stuff. Thank God we have an amazing team that helps us uh, with a lot of the editing and, and getting everything up on YouTube, getting everything up on social media because, you know, I'm, I'm sure, well, you could chime in on this, right? <laughs> getting getting all of the content ready, it's right, time consuming. is very time-consuming, very, very time-consuming. So, thank. I mean, we feel very blessed that we're able to have the team that we have. And, um, you know, I think if you're just starting out a podcast – Start audio. You know, if you yeah. feel like you don't really have the team in place, or you do, you don't necessarily have the skill sets in order to, you know, produce all of this content. I mean, you don't you don't have to have all these crazy edits like no, like what we have. No. But you know, start with audio. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. That's what we did. You can use things like Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout will yeah. like help you produce these small audio clips. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. uh, Anchor. I don't think that they do the. Uh, oh, I, don't, the I don't think that the they do audio. the clip. So, um, you know just throw it up on YouTube as like a raw thing. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be special, but just, just as Anthony said, right, get your content out there. Uh, but it takes a lot longer than you think. Yeah. takes this a lot longer.
1: This episode is probably the fastest one we're going to have up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like in an hour or two.
0: Um, but I mean, that was definitely something that blindsided us, right? it was just like, oh, yeah. we were like, fuck it, we're just going to record and we'll throw it up there, and then we were like, like oh, shit, we got to talk, we got to get the guests on, you know, we got to, yeah. you know, some if, if there's, there's whole any reschedule the rescheduling guys, the whole
1: process. So understand too, like another big thing is is uh, make sure you also set your schedule according so you don't overlap guests. Um, mm. It's happened, I think, to us maybe one or twice, once or twice. Obviously, we learned from that quickly. But make sure that you know your, your schedule is on point, so that way that doesn't happen. Um, also, make sure that you give yourself adequate time to be able to hit up all these guests, so you can have them start filling up your 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 uh, calendar. So that way, when you don't get when you get to a certain date, you're like, oh shoot, we don't have any guests in a week. I'm gonna start hitting up people now, guys. It usually takes literally you hit up a guest like a month prior, and then they start booking out for maybe the future. So you want to be able to give yourself a month or two before you're empty to be able to hit up guests to get them onto your podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you guys want to reach out to us to potentially be a guest on the podcast, uh, you can email us. Yeah. There's a contact link uh, on Instagram, on YouTube, uh, where you guys can go oh, ahead and reach out to us.
1: Since we're still on the podcast uh, tips and stuff right now, do you want to kind of uh, tell them what we got going on?
0: Uh, We should probably. Let's keep that a little secret. We right? keep it a little yeah, well, let's keep that okay. a little secret. You okay. guys got some big stuff coming out in the All future. Right. But, uh, All right. uh, Woo. Some big stuff, some big stuff. Thanks for I just for wanted that. to rattle it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You want to put the pressure on me. That's what <laughs> you want to do. All right. Uh, next question. The real, the real Adam S. Is it necessary to have a certification to start an online fitness business today?
1: Do you want to start first or me?
0: Yeah, I'll tell, I'll take the lead on this one. Is it necessary to have an online, uh, to have a certification for online training, uh, No, but if you want to be taken seriously as a professional and you don't want to get the shit suit out of you if you hurt somebody, (laughs) you better have a certification. Do you need one? No, but the legal ramifications behind not having one are astronomical. Not to mention for people like us who have taken it seriously for over 10 years, I mean, some of our friends, 20, 30, 40 years in the fitness industry, you're doing all of us a, a disservice if you go into it blindly without any sort of knowledge base other than maybe like you working out or you training some of your friends. Yeah, 100%. Right because the human body is the most complex thing object on the planet right now. You know, we still don't know anything about what the human body does. Nothing about what the brain really Very does. Minute. You know, nothing we we we're just starting to understand how interconnected everything was, right? And I mean, you used to. It, it drives me crazy to this day, right? We hear like all oh, mind-body connection. They're the same thing. Your mind is your body. Your body is your mind. Everything is super interconnected, and we're just starting to realize this out. So if you start training people, especially start training people online where you can really scale out of businesses mm-hmm. if you're successful, if you're going into it without any sort of understanding about exercise <laughs> physiology, anatomy, Um, you know, I'm not saying you have to know every bone or muscle in the body, but you better be able to explain why your client might be feeling some hip pain, uh, while they do a deadlift or why they do a goblet squat. You better be able to tell your client, uh, why they might be having shoulder pain. And again, right. That, that might be out of your scope of practice. You might have to, um, you might have to, uh, send that, uh, send them off to a physical therapist or something like that, but, but you better have some sort of understanding on how you can help your clients get better. Yep. And a certification is basically like a p- piece of paper saying, like, I at least did the bare minimum, yep. right? Like, I have the CSCS, which used to be really considered, like, the gold standard of, of uh, personal training or strength and conditioning certifications. And even now, with them requiring it for you to be, like, a collegiate strength and conditioning coach, so everybody has their CSCS, you know? So I don't even like telling people, like, go, oh, well, I have my CSCS. I know it's on my Instagram, but I focus more on, like, okay, what, what other things have I done to help people? I just use my certification as, like, a backing for people to understand that I've at least done the bare minimum to make sure that you can train with me safely.
1: Yeah, and, and I think, and obviously, all amazing points. Um, and I think to just add on, I would say – Also, be careful when you're going online and seeing what certs you're buying. There's a lot of fake bullshit certs out there. 100%. They're not even nationally recognized. So, make sure you stick to a nationally recognized certification because if not, nobody's going to take you seriously, especially when you also... um, to get affiliated with with uh or, or work for a, a company or a gym or a business they're not going to accept your, your your certification if it's not nationally recognized um and as well you know it always helps like let's say if you are doing online stuff and you have your national cert mentioned or something and somebody looks up just to see if you're certified and they see you're nationally recognized and that's the one that's considered credible it just helps you and and um, sets your your bar a little bit higher Uh, like josh said again it's 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 showing the bare minimum but it shows you went through the prop the the one proper requirement out there to really at least be nationally recognized as you took a somewhat of of a of a of a course to be able to just get some information and most importantly just to learn that information to you know keep your client safe keep yourself safe like josh said you don't want to get um sued and then get uh chased after for not having a certification and not being recognized as a, as a coach or a trainer um and then i think the other thing too is um especially if you're going through if you're going to be doing uh, online or in person you want to be able to have that cert because also too when you bring on specialty certs, um, it just helps tag along as well and, and add to you know what you got going on already. So yeah, with having a certification, you definitely want to get one. Um, again, just make sure you get the right one. There's a mm-hmm. whole list. Um, if you want, maybe we can throw up a story, um, and we can share a few. Yeah, you
0: know, we could definitely uh, do that top after
1: five this. to top ten national certs that people can go after.
0: Yeah, and I think too like once once you have an accredited certification, right. Then it's not so much about just going and chasing letters next to your name, right? I've, I've We've talked about that on the podcast, too. But I've gone down that route where I took, fuck, I think I took like nine or ten workshops and certifications in one year. And I literally only applied maybe 30% of it. And that was a giant learning experience for me, one, because I felt like I wait, like I, I didn't waste money because I learned a lot. I get to make a lot of connections. But I waste some money in the fact that I wasn't able to apply 100% of what I yeah. learned, right? And then... Try to figure out what pieces of that information applied to my clientele and who I wanted to work with and what I believed in, and then used it.
1: The same thing happened with me at Equinox. I just went crazy and I just started taking all these certs one year, and then it's cool. Yeah, you learn, you, you meet all these great people, and you you, you learn something. You're always going to learn something, but then also it's just too much information to actually apply the stuff all at once, and then you drive yourself crazy. And you'll drive your client crazy too, um, if you then try to apply, try to do too much from what you learned and you're like doing this, you're doing that instead of really sitting down and just saying, okay, let me apply this one uh, course first that I took and then give it some time. Let me master it. Let me build up on it. And then let me take another one. I think it's going to do your, both you and your client a favor.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. I think, uh, you know, get, get the certifications that you think you need or get the certifications that you think that will interest you or yeah. take the workshops that you think will fill gaps in uh, yeah. areas of your business or areas of your your training philosophy that you might need exactly. uh, better or deeper understanding. In. It's
1: all alignment, guys. So if you align, you go read it. There's different ones. At the end of the day, the, the national recognition is the same. But as long as you align with maybe their philosophy or the way they approach fitness, and that's what you feel aligned with, then go with that. You know, it's the same with working with a coach. If you feel aligned with that style of coach, then go with that style of coach. Um, just understand, you know, you want to get something that that's recognized.
0: Yeah. Man, these are some great questions. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate all, oh, we got one more. What is it? Do you have a favorite guest you've
1: interviewed so
0: far, if so, mm. who, and why, from James M. All right, perfect. James M. Thank you. A I think good th- question. Shout out. I think I know that is. My boy! Uh, so the question was, do you have any favorite guests? One more time. Do you have a favorite guest you've interviewed so far, so interviewed so far? if so, who, and why?
1: That's hard. So many, so hard. How about you? What's your first take? I'm gonna have to think a little bit on this one.
0: Mm. I mean, I really love the one with Christine Hassler. I mean, I've been a huge yeah. fan of Christine's for a long time. One of the I've first relationships was great, right? She, her podcast was one of the first podcasts I I listened to when I started getting into podcasts. Obviously, other than Joe Rogan, who I've been listening to for fucking ever. Um, and you know, I got a, I got. She really helped me through a pretty difficult period when I was at Equinox. And I, you know, I had a girlfriend, broke up with my girlfriend, I, you know, got married. uh, Then, you know, obviously went through a divorce and just like hearing her explain to other people who were going through similar, you know, heartbreaks or, you know, having to make difficult decisions in their relationship or in their personal life and coming, coming to understand that one, I wasn't alone with the things I was going through or the thoughts I was having in my own head. And two, like coming up with ways I could love myself and understand why I was really having those thoughts and and kind of guiding me in a better direction uh, heading into, you know, my late 20s and now into my 30s. Um, Yeah, that was definitely one of the better ones. I've just been a huge fanboy for a long time of Christine's.
1: No, I I 100%. I say that is definitely one of my favorite as well. And I think another one that we went very deep into was with Kian um, as well. I think that was a great, um, and that was one of our earlier ones, kind of early middle, but we went really deep. That was one of our longer podcasts. Mm -hmm. I think we touched upon a lot of deep, deep points, um, especially talking about emotions, feelings, um, how to react to them. Like, you know, is it okay to feel uh, this way? Is it not? Like how to, you know, how to be aware of certain things, how to be able to approach certain things. And then, you know, I think that we, we had a lot of uh, talks about our self growth, you know, mm-hmm. uh, being to the fact the way that we were before as people and the way we were after and how we uh, really opened up a lot on that one. I think.
0: Yeah. We're throwing you guys a little bit of a curveball, since how we're supposed to be these fucking alpha men. And we're like, Oh, <laughs> our favorite episodes where we talked about our feelings, <laughs> you know, but I think it's super important that men, you know, talk about, cause especially, I mean, even when we grew up, like, you know, my, my stepdad didn't talk about his feelings. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, my uncles didn't talk about their, no one gave a fuck about men's feelings, you know? And I think now it's starting to come around like mental health of men is important. Right. Um, especially nowadays, right. Where I I think men are kind of getting the shit end of the stick a lot of the times, you know, and kind of getting left behind for other groups that maybe are more marginalized in other areas of life than, than men are. But, you know, we still have issues too, right? We still have problems, successful, unsuccessful, you know, old, young, doesn't matter if you're a man, it's okay to, you know, it's okay to try to find understanding in in the way that you're feeling at any given time. And I'm glad that, you know, we can use this podcast as a platform to share stories like that and, you know, share the fact that that those were some of our favorites.
1: Yeah. I think I definitely agree with that 100%.
0: All right, man. We're almost at an hour here. I think we should uh, should wrap. <laughs> so sad.
1: I, mean, I want to la- so I want wait, this to wait, last forever. Wait, when do we? When do we do our next live?
0: I don't know. I don't know. We got to figure that out now. You guys want? Let us know in the comments of the YouTube video uh, once it's up there. Uh, let us know if you guys want us to do more lives. Because if you guys want more, we'll we'll definitely do them. Hopefully, they won't get pulled from YouTube. <laughs> 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 but uh, you know, before we wrap everything up. I really just want to say one last time, you know, none of this would be possible if it weren't for you guys, our listeners, if it weren't for our guests, if it weren't for the people that work on our team. I feel truly blessed to to be able to, one, work with you on a daily basis and, you know, something we've been talking about for so long. And I'm just so happy that we're finally here and we're finally able to do something that we both love together. Um, because, you know, we've tried a couple other things in the past that haven't worked out so well, and I'm, I'm just glad that we finally found the one thing um, that we can do together, man, because, I you know, I said it before, you really are one of my best friends and uh, really the one person here in Miami that I feel like I can go to for anything. I so thank you.
1: That. No, of course, man. I, I feel the same way, man. And I, I think it's, uh, it's one of those things that when we first connected, it's like you said, you know, off the bat, it was just like, i gotta stick i gotta stick with this guy you know and, and and that was the feeling i got you know and and we stuck for a few years now we met at equinox we have stuck through didn't start really doing projects until kind of like when you were out like getting mm-hmm. out um we started collaborating we started doing stuff and we saw the relationship kept building friendship got stronger and it's like you said you know it's one of those things where you know especially here in miami you know i can only say like a handful of people that i like and i'm talking a handful like maybe two or three, you know, being you and my, um, my other great, uh, great friend who are my closest people who I probably would have my ultimate trust with, um, uh, to be in business with, to have a friendship with, you know, to be able to call if I needed a call for a certain situation, know that you guys would be there and respond. So I want to say thank you, bro, for always showing up, um, as well when I needed you and you, and as well knowing that I can continue to ask you for anything I need help with.
0: Of course, man. Of course. We got a lot more episodes coming your way, guys. We have a, a crazy twenty twenty one in store. Woo! We're already, you know, building out our guest list and, and getting all, everything ready for definitely Q one, uh, heading into and, and a quarter two of next year. And we we are so excited for the future of this podcast and and all of the valuable information that we're about to bring you guys in twenty twenty one and beyond. Because uh, we're not stopping we are with this not. year.
1: And we got some fun giveaways coming too.
0: Oh yeah, I guess we should probably we should probably announce that right before yeah. we wrap everything up. So for our hundredth episode, we've partnered with a couple amazing brands uh, to help bring you guys some awesome stuff. Uh, I want to start off by saying we're going to separate it into a, a male winner and a female winner, um, just because that's kind of how it works with some of the brands. So ten thousand, uh, thank you to ten thousand. They're going to be offering a full kit. Uh, To the first place male winner, Uh, that kit's going to include a hat, a shirt, a pair of shorts, and some socks. I know Puma's going to be involved, uh, making sure that the women get fitted out. Uh, The first place winner for women uh, is going to get fitted out uh, with their own same kit uh, from Puma. And we also have our boy, Vlad Salas, who owns Wilaminka Fitness. He came out with his own kettlebells. Vlad was on the podcast when we first started shooting video content. Shout out to Vlad. Uh, Willaminka Fitness is donating a uh, 16 kilo kettlebell for the male winner and an 8 kilo kettlebell for the female Ooh. winner. So, we're gonna be posting the contest for our 100th episode giveaway here shortly yep. uh, with all the rules. Make sure you guys follow the rules. Um, so tell all your friends, make sure you spread the word on this. We wanna try to get as many submissions as possible. Uh, we're gonna have all the information on our Instagram pages uh, very shortly here. But we partnered with 10,000, Puma, and Willamika Fitness to bring you guys some amazing training gear and a brand new kettlebell for you guys to work out at home.
1: Guys, tag, share, save, spread the love. Go push it out. We want to see you guys rocking that gear using those bells. Guys, we're setting you up for 2021. There's no excuses to fail. We're oh, giving no. giving you the gear. We're giving you the, the weaponized tools to get your body fit and stay healthy. Come on, guys. You could do this anywhere. Let's go.
0: Yeah, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that giveaway. We're going to be announcing it very shortly here, probably either today or tomorrow. Um, One last time, thank you to 10,000, Puma, and Willamica Fitness for being a part of this giveaway. Thank you to all of our guests who have made 100 episodes possible in such a short amount of time. We couldn't have done it without you. And most importantly, thank you to all of our listeners because you guys are really the ones that make all of this happen.
1: And Josh, uh, one last thing to end this on the right note. What's the biggest piece of advice we can leave off to all our listeners today? Get fucking after it. Woo! Take that action, guys. You already know. You heard it. Let's go 2021.
0: Thank you for listening to Sweat It Out with Anthony Mendez and Josh Evans. Enjoy this episode. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review.